Hi, this is Eddie Deason. You're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. I was Mandark in Dexter's Laboratory. Ha 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 ha. You are listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Sure. Hey, what's up, guys? Chris Ristali here for another Breaking the Fourth Wall. This one's going to be a little different. I'm going to tell you why it's going to be a little different, because I'm not doing an interview today. I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm not doing interviews today. Interviews are over. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down and have a nice conversation with a fellow podcaster who, unlike me, actually has experience with <laughs> voiceover work and, and being able to have a voice for radio as opposed to me who has a face for radio. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Darren, I'm going to butcher this, but K. Meyer. There you go. Nice. Nailed it. There we Nailed go. it. How you doing today? <laughs> I am doing well. Uh, thanks for having me. I, uh, I, I love this whole idea of... Uh, being done with the interview and uh, let's just uh, put it into uh, bullshit mode and uh, get it going. I, I like it. Well, we, I mean, we've been sitting here for going. the last 20 minutes bullshit anyway. Might as well record it, right? Yeah, you <laughs> lost some good stuff there. Some real meat. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to recapture the magic. <laughs> for sure. It, it'll for be sure. like a reboot of Twister. It just won't work. Oh, wait, sorry. Too soon. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, I don't even think I've ever seen the first one. Again, now they're talking about rebooting it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm still sitting here waiting for the Top Gun. The new, oh, the Top Gun Maverick? Maverick. Is that out? No, but is it sad that I want tickets to it? <laughs> oh, well, just because I, it's just nice to see how the preservation of Tom Cruise is progressing. That's you know, right. like I've, I age more in a day than he has in the last 20 years. That's what happens when you uh, feed off the blood of virgins. Is that what it is? Is that Probably. a Scientology thing? I don't know what, what I've never studied Scientology. I don't, I don't know, know, but I want in whatever it is. It <laughs> looks amazing. Well, how old is he? He's like 50 something, right? He's up there. I mean, I mean, the guy's willing to do freaking stunts from space. He does his uh, own stunts. You know, you can't, he may be nuts, but you can't fault the guy. He, he's dedicated to his craft. You know what though? They probably, they probably don't tell you, but he's probably got like one of these chambers in his house where like, the world stops when he walks in and he's just like being preserved. I'm sure, you know, like a Michael Jackson hyper. Yeah. Hyper like I mean, you get enough whatever. money, you get enough money and you have to get to, you have to do something with it. So let's like tweak the house to where, you know, we only have the purest mountain water running through our pipes, you know, and there's no <laughs> copper in this house. Cause that's toxic. I bet. I bet. And then when, when, when he meets somebody, the, uh, the non-disclosure is like, 7,000 pages because you can't let anybody know what's going on here. I almost, it's basically Neverland. I, I almost feel like it's like an old James Bond movie where you go to his house and it, it's so normal. You see like the dining room and the family room and the living room and it's all nice and prim and proper. And as soon as people leave, he hits a button and like the bar's flipping over to the yeah. Oh like, yeah, Tony yeah. Stark, where where are you? <laughs> That's exactly right. I, I don't know. Um, some oh you know you know who else is like this brad pitt come on a brad you know what i I don't i don't necessarily agree with a lot of what comes out of brad pitt's mouth usually i don't but i got to give respect to anybody who's willing to have that many kids in the house at one time oh come on (laughs) he doesn't have that many kids in the house 
He's, he's, he left those with her. True, but he he's added got his own palace now. He just sits around smoking pot all day and coming up with great <laughs> ideas and looking how perfect he looks in the mirror. Yeah, I mean, come on. He uh, and even even when he did live there, like they ever dealt with those kids? Only when there was a photo op. Otherwise, they're like, get the nanny. We don't we don't need to deal with these kids. No way. There's like seven of them, isn't there? Something like seventeen or something. That's not even legal. <laughs> not even legal. I'm still so, waiting for my adoption papers from Angelina Jolie. Oh God, wouldn't that be sweet? That's like hitting the lottery, right? That is, you know. I'm banking on it. I'm banking on it. Hey, before we uh, before you started recording, we were talking about uh, just the madness of uh, being a part of these networks and all this podcast stuff and whatnot. Right. I um, that I, I wanted. I wanted. Well, I got to tell you about the DK project. That's why we're here. Yeah. But um, I wanted to. Uh, this is my audition for the DK project. Is that what you're doing? That's what I'm doing. I'm, 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 I'm auditioning for the co-host spot. Like, I, should be, I should be recording this. <laughs> Damn it. We, we're going to have to start this thing over. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, you know, my, my, my podcast journey started, uh, you know, I always wanted to be on the radio. Always wanted to be on the radio. And right out of high school, I, uh, I had a child very young and, uh, you know, I couldn't go to college, couldn't do the whole bit. I had to get out there and grind it. So I went to Brown Institute here in Minneapolis to see about being on the radio. And everybody, they're like, you know, you're going to make seven bucks an hour. And even then seven bucks an hour was insulting. I'm like, that ain't going to work. So, you know, fast forward 30 years and uh, I, uh, I had a little health scare. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do what I want to do. And my, my brother-in-law and I had, uh, we, we've just been not so much cataloging uh, physically on a notebook, but like mentally right. just weird shit so that someday we could write a movie and uh and uh it just never happened never happened got close never happened and then all of a sudden and i don't know the first thing about writing a movie don't let me lie to you um i needed is he but uh, uh i had a short stretch on the radio a couple of years ago and uh, doing a morning show i just got sick of the the station owner and the fcc and the whole bit because i like to run unfiltered that's just kind of the way i am right and uh so i so i so i converted my my office into a studio here and uh, started, started the podcast. And, and we just, you know, basically modeled it after uh, some comedians that I follow and the podcast that they do. And, uh, and, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. We kind of call it the Seinfeld of podcast. Cause as soon as you heat the mics up, man, you don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, and it was great. I mean, it, it but you know, and people run short on time and blah, 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 blah. So now we've kind of turned it and it's evolved more into an interview show. I have like three reoccurring co-hosts right. uh, that stop in from time to time. Um, but we do a lot of Zoom stuff and a lot of that kind of thing. And, uh, and it has been crazy. I, 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 much like what I'm guessing your story is, it's just a really expensive hobby that is a lot of fun. And there's a lot of people that are decided to come along for the journey and, and download and, and follow. And, and it's been great. I've been, I've been having a blast with it. Uh, but one of the most exciting parts is when we get to do stuff like this and meet people. Cause my real job is in real estate and not the fun part of real estate where everybody goes out and drives people around all day in their fancy cars and kisses ass until you buy a house. Here's it's a the part, yeah. It's like, <laughs> would you like a water? <laughs> I, uh, I, I do the part that I'm by myself all day and I don't ever see anybody. I don't ever talk to them. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, I don't That's care to that for way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, well, and I always, I, I just, I don't like people. I mean, that's my prime thing. I don't, 
I don't not like them. I just, whatever. And uh, so to, to get this avenue or this uh, way to get out and meet people and talk to people, it's, it's great. Plus the, the best part of it is you could control <laughs> how they talk back. Right. You know, there's right. an edit button for everything and you can clean anything up. So between the podcast and the voiceover work that we do, it's been, it's been crazy, man. I'm just having a blast. Wait, there's I, uh, an edit button? Oh, oh, you, you, you must've bought the discounted model. <laughs> no, I just, I just always say, fuck it. I'm going to leave it as raw as it is. Yeah. <laughs> it does tend to go that way, but uh, you know, especially with what's been going on and I don't know how you guys are handling it, but with all the political BS going on right now and all the black, white, brown, green, whatever, you know, I did a, a podcast on Saturday with one of my reoccurring cats and uh, who boy, I don't even know if I can put it out. It just got off on a bender about, you know, just how corrupt and how crazy everything is right now. And, and it's so sad. It's so like, ugh, but it gave us an easy hour of, of podcasting because I think it, I think it'll actually, uh, people can connect with it. People can understand. There's a lot of people that are really pissed off right now. And you know, on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I see all sides, but at some point we have to stop being victims and start moving on, you know, like, like I get it. There's a lot of problems and whatever, but I was listening to a podcast this morning and they're talking about, you know, if, if I go out, actually it was Adam Carolla who said it. If, if I got a, if I want to put a deck on my house, a small deck on my house, you know, there's probably a two or three week permitting process. And that's if they're not that busy, right? If you're pissed off and want to tear down a statue of whatever you want. You just hook a rope to it and yank it down and change, change the face of whatever you want. And they're not doing anything about it. And, and uh, it's a real hot button because I'm here in Minneapolis in the, in the hot bed oh of God, ugly. Yeah. I, uh, really is, I, I've got to ask uh, because, you know, I'm in Philly and I, I could tell you everything that you may have heard on the news uh, yeah. that's been going on in Philly is played down. It's actually been worse than what they, they've stated on the news, but I don't know if they played up or played down Minneapolis. You know, the, the, uh, the, uh, the craziness of it was, you know, I don't watch the news cause I just think, you know, I, I just, I can't, you know, they, they, it's whatever. I'm, I'm going down that road, but uh, you know, they, the, the lady on the news that at that time, cause I had the network news on at that time from the local affiliate and, and she's like, where are the police? How is this happening? Why are there no police here? Mm-hmm. And basically what's happened is our mayor and our governor just completely shit the bed. And, uh, not as and, bad as Seattle. Uh, what's that? Not as bad as Seattle. It's an opinion, oh, but. It, it, oh no, I, I, I had no Indianapolis didn't lose six blocks. <laughs> they did what? At least in Indianapolis, uh, Minneapolis didn't lose six blocks to an oh, man, I don't know. I, I was going to say, I went down there like when all this really got ugly uh, I went, I was up at like five in the morning on a Sunday of that weekend. And I'm like, you know, I took the kid's car cause I don't want to drink my car down there. And, uh, so I hop in the car and I roll down there with the wife and, uh, he's got one of these Jeep Wranglers. So I had the top off. So we're like, I exposed, but I'm not really afraid. You know, I wasn't afraid, but it's just, I don't like chaos. And, and at five in the morning, I was just, blown what's that? Who likes chaos? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, I like to have a little bit of control. And, uh, and we did, so we rolled down there and uh, shit, everything's boarded up. Everything, you know, it just, it's so ugly. And then there's like still smoldering buildings and, you know, they, 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 they let the precinct go. They gave a, the, 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 the mayor didn't defend the, 
precinct. Like, you know, we took this, we took this hill. Now let's defend. No, we're going to let it go. We're going to let them have it. It's like, what? So the whole thing was just ugly. And when I went down there, it really made me realize that, holy shit, this is real. And now I have, um, I, I own a lot of um, rental properties and I have a rental that's right there. And I can't even get a phone call. And this is like one of my hottest properties. It's like four wow. blocks from, you know, the greatest lake in the area, which they've renamed because it was offensive to other people. But, but uh, they, uh, I can't even get a phone call. And it, it's like the hottest condo I have. So it's, it's, it's an interesting time. But I, I, it's given us a lot of fuel. And that's kind of why I've been glad, uh, happy that I'm, I'm doing a lot of national or uh, guests from outside of the region because, uh, you know, if, if, if I did have to do a show every day in this current, it's just horrible what's going on. And I, and I you know, the, the, the culmination of it was on Saturday. I just blew a gasket. I'm like, I'm done. You well, know? let me let me ask you before we get off of this dark subject. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you a, a, a personal opinion. Now, again, right. for the listeners at home right now or, or on your phone or on your car or whatever, you know, I'm not taking sides in this. So this is going to be this is going to be a kind of a neutral question, but I'm going to find out his opinion simply because I'm curious. All uh, right. Do you think that a, a lot of what has happened now, again, the, the George Floyd thing was the, was the match that sparked the ignition. Right. We, we do know that nobody is ever saying that what happened to George Floyd was not atrocious and shouldn't have, have happened. Agreed. But do you think that part of the chaos that ensued afterwards is more a politically charged or what did it become more uh, more charged because of the fact that we just spent three, four months in a, a nationwide lockdown because of COVID. C, all of the above. All the above. Yep. I, th I, I, I think there's a lot of bad seeds that came in to, to capitalize on the opportunity. I mean, it was just such a perfect storm. I mean, the thing with George Floyd was horrible. But the other side of this thing is that, you know, now you're starting to see a little bit of a trickle out, like, you know, he had some history, you know, like, like you don't hear any backstory on any of it. It's just, you know, these people of this, and whatever, let, let the, let the justice system do their process. That's what they're there for. I, I'm not, I'm not by any means uh, a part of that, but, but the people playing the victims and, and these people were burning and tra uh, you know, stealing from stores. This is where they get their food. This is where you operate. Why would you do that? So I think there was a lot of, extra influence involved and you know and i'm i'm you know i'm not in love with trump i mean he's you know talks out of both ends of his mouth and and whatever whatever right. but i think in any political arena that you're gonna gonna have an opinion you can you know there is no perfect candidate what he's done for the economy what he's done for the jobs you, there's no debate i mean it, it, it's good but uh is this politically charged I don't know, man. There's a lot of weird shit that's happened since he's become president with them trying to get him out of the presidency. I mean, well, that's, truly. That, that, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, uh, obviously, I don't mean like the Black Lives Matter movement. It's, although it's come out that Black Lives Matter has, is, is uh, very politically charged in the Marxist movement. For sure. But I, For mean, sure. I mean, when the, when the riots and looting came out, before, before when it was started out as a peaceful protest of a man who lost his life, but was really? it ever really, was it ever really that? I mean, I'm, it was supposed to be that, but uh, yeah, it was supposed to be that. And, and I was in uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin last two weekends ago. And there was a, you know, 
they were walking down the street, yada, yada, you know, and uh, totally cool. Get your message out there. That's, that's what freedom of speech is all about. It's this other bullshit that, you know, stop. If you see someone coming out of target with a grocery cart full of stuff, they didn't buy. Why are they, why that's still, that's stealing. I don't care what happened. That's stealing. And, And they didn't do anything about it. So part of the perfect storm. And by all means, I don't want this to be a, no, not at all. Not at all. Minneapolis in crisis. Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, I love the episode. <laughs> you know, the, the, the storm with, you know, our mayor uh, is, is not old enough to be a mayor. He doesn't have enough life experience to know anything. And the fact that they were able to take that precinct and burn down a, a post office that's been there for God knows how long. I mean, it just, come on, grow a pair of balls and get out there and, and act like, a, like an adult. But he just doesn't know. And our governor is a retired uh, uh person from the school like a, like a teacher or a, a principal or something and you know you're not you're not in a position where you should be leading a state and the fact that the national guard i mean this went on for three days before he got the national guard involved right three days of just chaos do whatever the hell you want take whatever you want you know and and, and it didn't affect me but i called because i live i don't know 30 miles west and uh it, it'll, you know, I, I called when I was microphone shopping and uh, the guy's like, yeah, I have that one, but they stole them all because I lost everything when the looters came through. They took all of it. It's just like, you know, it gets to the point where you don't want to hear it anymore. It's such, you know, like at what point does any of this make sense in real world? You know, now they're talking about let's get rid of the cops and all the, all the, uh, like St. Paul and Minneapolis have both um, severed ties with the police. That's stupid. So, That's so they're not going to have uh, any, uh, whatever they call them in the school. They're not called cops. They're called something else. But um, I mean, this is, you're just asking for trouble. And then someone brought it up today. It's like with all these crazy kids on all these meds and whatever, and you know, are you just asking for a shooter to come in? I mean, really, if they know there's no cop, you know, let's just advertise. And then, and then what happens when, when, when all hell breaks loose, let's call the police. And they're like, ah, no, you, you, uh, you severed ties with us. We can't help you. What was it's, it they were looking to replace it with? Uh, if I'm, if oh, again, God. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going off of what I've read on the internet. So take you don't it, even want to know. I heard like, what, like social workers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if something, if something happens and you're in need of help, contact a neighbor or call a social worker. You know, and then when you're dead, we'll uh, we'll figure out. You know, it's just well, wait, call call a neighbor. Yet they want to disarm citizens and take away the Second Amendment. Yeah, well, yeah. So what's yeah, yeah, the neighbor yeah. supposed to do? Use harsh language? These people just want to live in a in a marshmallow world that, you know. And I and I, it's funny because the the, the, the spokesperson they have for this, and this may be this may be edgy. I don't know, but you know, the the spokesperson they have is like. Uh, you know, he's, uh, I don't even know what I'm going to say, but obviously lives in a different world than everyone else does. Because the reality is, is you need police, you need law and order. Otherwise shit like what happened in Minneapolis will happen. Now we're, that's me closing the chapter on that. No more talk about that shit. No, not at all. Uh, to, to answer your question that, that, that uh, led to all this, uh, how I handle it on, on Realm of Myths is usually we have a rule of no politics. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. We, try, we tried the politics. I should have waited for your answer before I started talking. That's all right. Um, <laughs> we tried politics for a little while on a, a, a former podcast show that we had called Realm of the Myths Podcast. It was really yeah. original. Um, yeah, it, it didn't go over too well. Like, uh, 
we lost it when we uh, covered the uh, first State of the Union address. Yeah, you just can't. I, I, it's a real, it's a real, you know, the other thing that I find is interesting is I have, my goal was to get uh, comedians. I've had uh, a few national uh, comedians on my, on my show. And I, you know, and I ran into this, um, I, I, I consider myself a, uh, what do you call it? Maybe like a, a connoisseur. I've been to a lot of comedians. Okay. And I, you know, enough to where I would, you know, not an expert, but pretty damn close. But when I first started this journey, I went to see Frank Caliendo and uh, God, I laughed my ass off. Like, and this was back before he was on Fox and all that stuff. So it was like just him working out, you know, voices. And it was just a, a wild ride. It was fun. And then as soon as it was over. Excellent, excellent Madden impression. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, I dashed to the door and he's out there peddling his CDs or whatever, you know, that's, that's how early this was. Cause he didn't even, his brother wasn't even involved yet. Okay. So he's peddling his CDs and, and, and the brother-in-law and I are out there and we're like making small talk. And it was like, it was like, he was so uncomfortable. He didn't know what to say. He didn't like, like exactly like how I would consider myself. Like, I don't like people. I don't want to be around people, but mm -hmm. if you get me going, we're going to have a great time. Believe me. Right. And that's exactly what it was. He was so uncomfortable and, and it kind of triggered it in my head. Well then I, so I've got these national acts on over the last six months of comedians and oh my God, it's like prying anything out of them. Like, uh, be, you know, and you don't want to just go be funny, but it was like, oh, wow, you were a horrible interview. Where, where's the pizzazz? Where's the glow? <laughs> and uh, I'm glad we weren't selling show tickets because they wouldn't be selling. But I, uh, I've had quite an interesting uh, pile, not pile, but list of, of guests. And man, we've had some fun ones. And then a lot of the shows where it's just me and, and my original group, man, we have a blast. And, well, with the voice, with the voiceover work, I gotta ask: Have, have oh, you yeah. gone through that with your with your own uh, with with your own like interviews and stuff, where people are like, "Hey, do that commercial," or "Hey, yeah, do, no, you know, or, or something like no, that." No, you don't. You don't. Uh, not so much. I don't. Uh, I'm not known for particular voices. Liar, uh, liar! I I went on your website with your with your thing, <laughs> and the first one that played was the Burger King one. And you know what? I hear that constantly i was yeah, like i well, know who he is right off the first 10 seconds <laughs> well you know and it, it uh it's funny because a lot of people uh it's kind of a weird thing i get a lot of people who um you know oh i, I you know i do some voiceover i do some acting or whatever and it's there's a little bit of it in everybody everybody you know and you put those headphones on like you have Mm -hmm. man you sound awesome you sound great and then you hear it back and you're like eh, eh. <laughs> You know what I did yesterday? I'm working on a, a piece for a, uh, a narration for like Game of Thrones type, oh, nice. type um, deal. And I, I was using the old microphone then. And I, I had run a pass through and, and, and I didn't love it. But I, I sent it to him because they just totally gave me raw, raw uh, uh, script. I didn't, I didn't know anything, no backstory or anything. So I just threw something out there and whatever. You know, it's a king from the 1300s who has to be real regal and bold and so I sent it in and he's like, you know, I like where you're at. Let's tweak this. Let's do that. And sends it back to me. So I'm like, you know what? I'll show him. I'll get my voice coach involved and, and, uh, <laughs> and really do it up. So, so I get the voice coach involved and I, uh, and I, and I'm doing this voice and it's like this and, and we're reading the script and it's like a whole page and a half. And my, and my uh, coach is listening and I'm, and I'm on this old microphone. So I have to really project and push and it's just not my normal thing. I, 
right. you know, I can, I can go real low and I can, I can get it down. But when you're doing grumbly and low, that's, it gets sore. So anyway, he's like, just go through the whole thing, just bang the whole thing out. And we get to the, to the end and he goes, you know, maybe this isn't for you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not hearing it. And then I'm like, well, and then my voice just cracked. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I, I just couldn't do this regularly because it's not right. It's such a, a stretch. And, and a lot of the voice stuff is uh, muscle memory. You know, you have to train your voice just like you would, you know, to throw, throw a baseball or, or, you know, shoot a basket. It's, it's just a muscle memory. And it, and I was not prepared to run through, you know, almost two pages of script in that voice. And uh, boy, did I pay the price. And I, and then to end up with a, well, maybe it's not you. It's like, ah, that's not what I want to hear. So it's, it's a, it's a, you know, you think the uh, podcast world is challenging times it by 10, man. The voiceover world is ruthless. It's, I there's had a, a billion of them out there. It's, it, it's, it's a weird comparison, but uh, we had a show uh, that was for Dungeons and Dragons, like live action dun- playing D and D on, on air called Chronicles of the Lost Realm. And after we lost our original DM who used to do the intros and everything else, I took over. Uh-oh. I'm by no means way, shape or form a, a voice actor, but I had to do a grumbly voice for uh, the recap we did at the beginning of the show or the previous episode or whatever. Oh, insert uh, that so- here. Welcome to Chronicles of the Lost Realm, our heroes. And th- you're, you're right. And I was only doing like a 30-second spot. Oh. You know what I mean? And, and by the end of it, you're like, ugh, ugh. Well, you know now, I'm, I mean? <laughs> now I'm kind of on the other side of it where I'm like, I'm going to talk to the, uh, the guy who sent me the script. And I'm going to be like, you know, give, me, give me a week. You know, let me play with it for a week. Because more than anything, I want to show my, my coach that, hey, you, know, you don't know everything. You, right. know, you think you know everything, but you don't. Uh, but you know, it's, 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 the story's a lot longer and a lot deeper than that. But the, the, the idea behind it is, is, is with the voiceover thing is these guys who do the voices like Frank Caliendo or, or uh, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. Frank it, it's a, he, he's a famous actor. Frank Welker. Ooh, I don't know if I know Frank Welker. Sure you do. Scooby-Doo, Fred. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I, I I play with a I play with a uh, uh, Scooby Doo every once in a while uh, a voice, <laughs> you know. Nowadays in the voiceover world, it's it's about sounding more like you than trying to sound like someone else. You know, the 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 days of the the monster truck uh, announcer voice are gone. They don't. It's just not there anymore. I'm I'm actually working on an automotive spot right now for for a demo reel, and and that's about as announcery as you get, and it's really not. Because uh, people are just shying away from it. They want that more everyday, like you're talking to me kind of voice, well, which is great. great. That's a great question. You think that's a lost art? No, I think it's, I think it's actually one of the easier, you know, to go announcer is really easy. Um, and I, I, I think a, a lot of people attribute voiceover to the announcer world. You know, like as soon as they say, all right, do this little read, you're like, you know, today, and it's like, hey, you just don't, you know, it's just not there. Um, so it's, it, it's nice cause it's a lot more, you can do a lot more work in a less amount of time because you don't have to focus so much on the voice, but right. then there's people out there that, I mean, God, they just kill it with the voices, the guys from the video games and the, and the transformer movies and, and, you know, they're killing it. I, 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 uh, actually, uh, I went to Ireland last year on a, uh, uh, retreat. They call it a retreat. I hate using that word, but it was, it was a retreat. <laughs> so I do a week in, in Ireland, uh, with some big hitters, uh, real big hitters. I, um, 
was in no position to even be there because I didn't know what I was doing. But um, one of my coaches was the host. So it was, it was, it was cool. But like, like uh, Joe Cipriano was there. Who's like the guy for Fox, like big network guy. Oh, tonight on the Simpsons, that guy. And then um, the other one that really blew me away was uh, look at her book right here. It's uh, it's Debbie Derryberry. Can you see that? Yeah. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. She's the, uh, she's the voice of Jimmy Neutron. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and a whole list of other things. She's got, she's got a resume as long as your arm, but she, uh, she taught this class about um, character acting and just to see her, she's got to be, I don't even know. She's middle-aged, let's say um, just a little <laughs> thing, like all of four two, and uh, just running through burping noises, farting noises, crying baby to old lady to it's incredible. It was such a fun class. Cause I mean, when you see somebody who can do that, that is, it's not normal by any means. You have got to have years of practice. Cause I know um, she also does uh have you watched that F is for family with Bill Burr? No, uh, I haven't seen it. She's the, she's the daughter on that one. Oh, is she? But, uh, yeah. And she's so down to earth, just normal, you know, Hey, call me if you want to work on this, whatever kind of thing. And it was just a blast. But when you see someone who really is good at that, it's, it's a roller coaster ride, man. That is a real talent. And I, I'm not there. I, I dabble, I dabble. I, you but, know what? I've, I've always found it funny. Cause like, even as a kid, you know, like, uh, like you were mentioning, like with the Simpsons, for example, and Bart Simpson's done by a, by a, a, a older lady, you know, an mm -hmm. old lady. I mean, even E.T. was done by a little old lady. It amazes me how women always seem to get the voiceover roles of playing either young boys or. Well, I think they have the most range. I think they could really, yeah. you know, take it from 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 young boy to old lady and any everything in between if they're if they're good at what they do, you know. But they, um, yeah, I, I, the the men just don't have the you know that's a real skill. It's fun. It's fun to watch and. Uh, Someday, someday, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to, I've done some cartoon stuff, which it's, it's so fun. Um, but it, it, that would be, you know, like that, that um, actually she, she had told me to uh, get in contact with her because she works with Bill Burr and Bill Burr, a huge Bill Burr guy. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, cause he does that F is for family. Vince Vaughn does that with him. And, uh, and just to do a cartoon like that is I'm not creative at all, but just to do the voices, it's just, <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a fun thing. I, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fun business, but it's not, it's not for the faint of heart, man. There's, is there, there's a reason why whenever you find a voiceover coach or, or a audio tech guy who does voiceover, everybody has a side hustle. Nobody, there's very few people that are living on voiceover alone because, uh, it's Ruth, you know, there's thousands of people doing it. It's, it's tough. But at the same time, I mean, if you get if you got a voiceover job, say for a cartoon, for example, mm -hmm. and and I mean, it, it's one of those things that like, you know, just it, it sticks with the with the crawl of the, of the people and it becomes an iconic thing like you could live off of that. I mean, uh, look over oh, sure. Like, Look at like uh, Kevin uh, Conroy and, and Mark Hamill with their Batman stuff for the Batman series. Or yeah. the, you guys, I can't think of their names off the top of my head. Pinky and the Brain. Well, I think, I think go, if you – They go out and just talk as Pinky and the Brain for 10 seconds and make a yeah. thousand bucks. I mean – Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's, and that's the whole goal. And that's part of like meeting people like yourself and just, you know, somebody knows somebody. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I can't do. And there's a lot of – you know, voices I can't do. There's a lot of audio stuff. Like, you know, once you know your limits mm -hmm. and then you go out and you're meeting people and it's like, Hey, I, I know a guy in Philly who can do that. Let me, let me 
get you in touch with them, you know, and, and it's that networking piece that my other business, I lacked for 30 years, you know, like it just didn't, it wasn't a thing. We, we hated everyone else or not hated, but we didn't network. We were, we were on our own little Island and we were, everybody was your competitor where now it's like, you know, what do you, who do you know? And, and how can we help each other? Cause that's, that's really the key to this whole thing because it is a very small world. I, I found that uh, some of the people I talk to and some of the people I run into just on a whim, it's like, Oh, I know him and he knows her. And, oh, there you go. And then, and then pretty soon you're doing cartoons, you know? Well, let me, and, and, let me, let me promote to your friends in case you listen to this episode. <laughs> if you are interested in having voiceover work done by a middle age, uh, by a guy who does a, uh, who does a very good impression of a middle-aged bored talentless philadelphia guy i'm your guy give me a call <laughs> i know just the guy call 1877 god it, i love me and you can too for only 5.99 cash before well, delivery, cash after delivery cash during delivery sorry it's the, uh, it's the uh the uh speaking of which i i, I interviewed this guy i'm not going to bring up his name because you wouldn't believe me if i told you not yeah. not a huge celebrity not at all probably like there's like a list, you know, like our Brad Pitt and our, our, our Tom Cruise. And then there's a B list, which many people know about. And then there's the C list. And this guy's probably at the bottom end of the C list. And you know that, um, still higher to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm doing down near the Y's and the Z's. Yep. The, um, you know that, what the hell's the name of that thing where the he'll wish you happy birthday or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. I, I can't uh, think of the name of it. But it's really an important piece of the story though. <laughs> That's a, that's not that uh, that's not that cameo thing, is it? Yeah, no. cameo. It's is cameo. It cameo. Yeah, okay. So I'm talking to this guy. I'm doing an interview, and and he's telling me that he's been doing a lot of cameo stuff. And I'm like, oh, really? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, I get a lot of them. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, I'm probably doing you know 10, 11 of them a day. And oh, I'm like, wow. really? He goes, yeah. And I went online and looked, and he gets like forty to fifty dollars to say happy birthday or how you doing or whatever. And I'm thinking. You're sliding, say, on a bad day, three, four hundred bucks from that. Hey, like, hey, hey, you know what? I've had thanks, thanks to Stephen Joyner, I've had celebrities and, and others be able to give me some shouts for some of my shows. We, I've got to edit this out of the uh, conversation now because now they're going to realize that they should have charged me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, you're ahead. right. I, I, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I never even thought of doing that. I should do that. Get people to, to wow, geez, look at you. Look at you. The, 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 the guru of podcasting. We're learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you know how to edit because you got to take a chunk out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I, editing anything. That was a joke. <laughs> do, you normally, do you normally do a lot of editing? Like when I get into it and, and I just cut out all the noise. I don't really, you know, and, and sometimes I, whatever, if I, you know, I, I noticed on one of my most recent podcasts, I was repeating a word a lot. So rather than try and cut it out, I just added to the front and said, Hey, this is a drinking game podcast. I've done you know, every time I say this, you need to drink. Not that we're condoning it, but if you're not doing anything during a pandemic, you might uh, as well play a game. <laughs> I've done that actually. I've, I've done that because I have a uh, bad habit, which I've been working on a lot uh, of using the phrase and stuff of that nature. Oh, really? I had, I had a podcast, uh, one episode of uh uh, after hours, which I got to tell you the story of after hours. You'll love it. After hours. Yeah. That, that's that my, sounds like my kind of podcast. That That's my Seinfeld show. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it was an episode of after hours and I must've said it eight times. 
and in in an hour, in an hour, eight times, I said stuff of that nature. And it, it, it was to the point that not only was I hearing it, but my wife who pretty much kind of ignores me when I'm doing this, is going, will you shut up? (laughs) Too many, too many. Yeah. uh, so, uh, so it's funny, but uh, as far as the editing, to answer your question, as far as your editing, I only cut out dead spots. Uh, yeah. I, I don't take out the uhs and the ums. I don't take out the stutters. Uh, if there's noise effects, like like you were saying, yeah, I'll take those out. Right. But uh, as far as far as anything else, the only thing I'll take out is I I, I do live by the rule, no dead air. Yeah, so. which makes sense. And it's not, and it's not, that's one of the easier things to do. I, um, it's funny you say that though, about, about saying phrases like that. And excuse me, mine in this one particular episode was, uh, I think, I think, and the one who normally catches me on it is my mom. She'll call and bitch at me. <laughs> Wait, your I'm mom saying, I don't care. Her? Stop saying, I think. So I'm like, all right, I'll note it for next one. But Wait, your, um, your mom listens. Lucky you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The only time she can talk to me or, or hear me talk anyway. I, uh, actually, I'm going to visit my mom after this. I um, Tell her I said hi. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'll oh, on this since, hi, mom. Yeah, there you go. I, um, but no, I get the, uh, I get the uh, if you listen to local radio, there's a local radio guy that uh, just been around forever. And he's, he, he, it's funny because he's in a downward spiral because he just can't appeal to the, the millennials and the, and the people that are still on terrestrial radio. But it's the same kind of thing. If you listen to anybody who you can, you know, who, who's on the radio repeatedly or on a podcast repeatedly, there's phrases that they'll say as a stall or a, or a, or a transfer technique because they're trying to think of what to say or so you go to your go-to. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the local radio guy who, it's a huge radio show. He does it all the time. I can't, off, obviously, I can't off the top of my head think of what it is. But he, he'll say it and I'll be like, he's looking for something to say here. He's floundering. Help him. Help him. But they, uh, Everybody has it. It's funny because, and then you'll listen to it back. Because um, my my general process is when I do a show, uh, I'll listen to it back. I'll cut everything out, and then I'll add in some drops and and whatever, whatever. And right. uh, and so you're listening to it maybe twice, you know, uh, you know, after you've already been through it. Um, so so you start to hear it, and then you get to the point where you're like, God, I got to stop saying that. Like, it's it's bugging me, and and and, and I said it. So it's, it's funny how that, how that happens, but you do have your, your go to your safe words that, uh, you know, you know that you can, you can stall Pineapple. a little bit. <laughs> Pineapple, Tennessee. Oh, wait, those safe words. Is your <laughs> wife right there? That's no. a different, that's a different safe word. No, she's, she's at work. So I can actually speak freely. Tell me about this, uh, uh, <laughs> after dark thing. After doing the Adam Carolla. No, no. After hours, uh, was born. After hours. Because, uh, during the transition time of breaking the fourth wall, uh, we had transitioned to a roundtable podcast who usually sat around bitching about movies and, and pop culture. And I had a full panel roundtable of people that we would talk. And uh, we were released on an internet radio program called uh, Radio Cast FM. They're, they're no longer around, but when they were around. Uh, now, it's internet radio. It wasn't regulated by the FCC or anything. Right. But uh, the owner wanted to keep things pg you know yeah. radio friendly family friendly so uh so whenever we did the episodes and i would release it to radio cast i would have to edit all the the bad words i'd have to sit there and bleep all of them well one particular episode I, I think it was one of the few times we were talking politics and i think we were picking on like aoc no 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 i'm sorry it was uh when ghostbusters 2016 released <laughs> the, the, the all-female ghostbusters and it was you know it was hot garbage and he <laughs> went 
off. Basically, really? three quarters of the episode was was you know bleeped out. Um, well, I sent it to Radiocast. They released it, and when you know, some Karen rode into re- internet radio station to bitch that we missed one word. Oh God, we missed one one word slipped through the censorship, and forced me to have to give a public apology. Ah! Nope, I'm out. So me and the rest of Realm of the Miss Entertainment, the pan- obviously the panel of breaking the fourth wall, sat down and had a meeting over, over Skype, over video chat, yeah. about what we can and cannot say. And basically, if we wanted to continue with Radiocast FM after that. Yeah. And what started out as just a meeting turned into, hey, let's record this because it's kind of funny. We went through the list of all the things FCC says you can't say. Right. And then uh, went through another hour of coming up with all the shit that wasn't on that list that we could say, you know, <laughs> like, OK, I can't say cunt, but I could say uh, purple helmeted yogurt slinger. Cool. We got <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? Uh, that was that was the thing. And <laughs> basically, uh, one of my one of my former co-workers in, in Realm of Mist turned around and said, you don't have the balls to release that. I said, not only will I release it, I'll release it as a show. I'll call it. And just off the top of my head, I said, I'll call it after hours. Yeah. So I released it as uh, After Hours, Fuck the FCC. Nice. And that blew Most downloaded episode. Up. Oh, God, it blew <laughs> up. And from there, I launched a show about nothing. Purposely just us sitting around trying to make each other laugh for an hour. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, how, that's how it came around. <laughs> that's the ticket. I, that's, that's funny because I was just looking over here. I got... Um, I, I recently moved my office out of my studio. So I have an office and then the studio, right. but I have a, a list from a radio station that, um, I, I was trying to get the podcast on a, a radio station and anybody that would sit down with me, I'd take a meeting. So I get a, I get a meeting from this radio station that's been there forever and it's an AM station. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to get it out. Right. So, uh, I have this meeting and, uh, it's like at nine o'clock in the morning or whatever. So I'm like, I should probably tune into their station to kind of get a vibe on my way there <laughs> it's a gospel station or something right <laughs> no it's this super left wing like holy crap like she's just head and gutting trump on the just going off and okay I, so i'm like oh whatever i gotta go i can't not not that not that i i don't not that that bothers me i can i can handle it but it just isn't we don't my format's still aligned so yeah. i so i uh uh, I end up you know, like, I'm going to go check it out, whatever. So I go there and, uh, it's all security. They got to let me in, whatever. And, and I'm like, you really need security? Like you're in the middle of nowhere here. And she goes, well, you know, we, we get a little political and sometimes people get angry and I'm just like, whatever. So I sit down with a guy and, uh, he gave me this packet, which I think there was four, four, uh, maybe six words in there. He's like, you can't say these six words. And they were, you know, just the real bad ones. And uh, I'm like, that's it. That's all you got. And he goes, yeah, yeah, well, you know, and, and, and don't make fun of uh, the left wing. Otherwise everything else you you know, you can do, don't uh, make fun you of know, them. just, just don't make fun of them. And I'm like, you know, I said, I, I think it's great that you, you, you're considering us, but I just don't know that it, it's a good fit. And, uh, and it kind of ended there, but I was just like, God, you just, I should have just went on there for one show and just lit it up. Like, there's all the things they said I can't say and, and this and that. Because and, it's so funny how politics and, and, you know, when you get into radio and terrestrial radio, for sure, it's so like, uh, it's just gross. I, I can't. Well, that's, that's it. I podcast. I can't, uh, I can't conform. I don't want to be like everybody else. 
No, you're absolutely right. And I, I'm, I'm of the same mindset. Like I'm, I call myself politically, I call myself right of center, which means I'm, I'm more conservative than liberal, but I do have liberal tendencies, you mm-hmm. know, which means in, in today's political climate, I'm an alternate right, right, Nazi, white, right, <laughs> you know, in reality, it's, I see both sides of the argument as yeah. far as entertainment is concerned, whether it be music or, or podcasting or whatever else, I live by the old additive of, of comedians. Everything is fair game. Yeah. You will not tell me that I cannot talk about this out of the other or cannot say this out of the other. Right. I will right. pick on the left. I will pick on the right. I will pick on everything in between. I That's don't care. for sure. I would totally agree. And I think I, you know, I also uh, from the comedian standpoint is, and my family knows it very well that you can't take anything I say seriously. Like, like I, I'm not serious about anything. Cause I, I just don't, you know, somebody, it was funny because while I was in uh, Ireland with all these voice actors, um, who, by the way, we were doing a, a class on, um, uh, God, I'm drawing a blank, but the, the, like the promo for, for whatever, like when you're watching um, a good, uh, The Apprentice. Okay. You know, next week on The Apprentice, Judy and Bobby do this, you know, this kind of thing. And uh, so we're going through all these and then you'd stand up and you'd read your lines and they'd show the thing and it'd be like real time. And they, they actually showed the apprentice because that's one of the the first shows that had this kind of a thing in this reality world setup. And all these actors in there, there's probably, I don't know, seven other people in there who are, who are real actors. Not me. I was just along for the ride (laughs) and they just cringed. They just, just the thought of a Donald Trump show. Oh my God. They were just, and I'm just like, you know, just relax. It's, 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 we're learning something here. And, and just like all these statues they're tearing down, it's a part of history. You're not going to change it. It's there, deal with it, move on. Well, on that same note, I, uh, there's another dude there that I kind of befriended cause he goes to a few of these other things that I've gone to, um, for, for retreat type settings. And, uh, and, uh, this one place we had gone for dinner had really good pad thai. And, uh, <laughs> so we're out at this Irish pub eating, singing, dancing, drinking. And he goes, Hey, you want to go get some pad thai? I'm like, we just ate, dude. He's like, eh. I said, well, you're preaching the choir. Of course, uh, of course I've got room for pad thai. So we go over to this, this, this restaurant and, and we're sitting down, you know, head to head. He's got great stories. Good, good dude. But he, he basically sat me down and said, I know you're a Trump guy and, and we need to work on that. Like, like, and it was basically like an intervention. And I, and I looked at him and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a stroke survivor with kids and, and issues and bills and problems and podcasts and all this shit. And you, you think I care about this at a level that I would sit someone down and talk you like, come on. I said, I isolate myself, know what I need to know. And that's it. Cause I don't want the stress. I don't want the, you know, like you are wound up about this buddy and, and you don't have to be cause it's not affecting you at all. I mean, obviously in the grand scheme of things, taxes blah 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 blah. it's somewhere down the line it affects you mm-hmm. but to where it's disrupting your day-to-day life jesus get a life you know it's like and it was the craziest thing great pad thai though whoo uh but i uh, uh yeah that was my that was my first intervention where they were like trying to fix me they, they, the acting world was was uh trying to press down upon me it was funny because then i uh actually uh the ireland trip was quite educational i went uh, on this uh, one day trip with this guy Big time uh, coach, good dude, like national big wheel and voiceover. Right. We're cruising. It's just he and I in this uh, 
you know, chauffeured car. And after we got our Grey Poupon, we uh, were cruising. And there's a, there's like a Conoco station in the middle of Ireland. And it's, um, it's like the Obama center. Like, uh, like, you know, when you're, you're cruising down the highway and they've got like the, uh, I don't even know oh, what it is. A little pull off. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a, like a little, but it was like a gas station, like a, like huge a rest truck area. stop. Yeah, like a, and, and it was it was uh, Michelle and uh, uh, what's his name Barry uh, standing out front with their hands around each other. At it's it, it's their thing, like in it, Ireland. It, yes. So then this guy I'm with, voice actor, who's you know whatever. Joe, we gotta go get our picture taken. And I'm like, I'd rather not, but I don't care. Yeah, let's get our picture taken because it was a unique thing. We're in the middle of nowhere and right at the Obama. Phillips station and it was like just <laughs> you know just the craziest shit and it all seemed to happen on this ireland trip with these actors but man i tell you it, it, it's it's an interesting world out there uh with uh, the politics the way that it is and you got to be very careful what you say and who you say it to because well, again i i used to be i used to be and, and and like like you said you had an intervention i didn't have voice actors or hollywood elites i've had friends uh, who are no longer friends, their choice, <laughs> their choice not mine, um, who had an issue with the fact that I, you know, like you, I was a Trump guy. And yeah. like, really, no, I'm not a Trump guy. What I am is an anti-Hillary, anti-Bernie, and now anti-Biden uh, guy. You give me, you give me a Democratic uh, uh, candidate that I can get behind. Yeah. Here's, 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 a, here's a podcast. I know who Trump ends. The problem here's is a podcast I more agree with trump than what you're giving me here's here's a podcast for you i'll let you have this one because i'm my schedule's full i i couldn't squeeze it in <laughs> but if you could send out a, 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 a facebook post or whatever and find me some people that can explain to me how biden is even an option like like he can't even complete a sentence he can't even function normally i i have never laughed at anything so hard in my life as these posts and usually they're from Donald Trump Jr. forwarding them out. But, but it's like, like the other day, he sent out a thing that said, uh, with Biden on it, and it said, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> the funniest one I've seen is, uh, uh, it's our first time in history that we have a presidential candidate who can hide his own Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. I mean, like, like I, when I say I'm not a Trump guy, my candidate of choice back in 2016, before it boiled down to Trump versus Hillary, the horse I was riding was Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? During these last three years, watching him on the Senate flooring with Congress and everything else, my choice is still Ted Cruz. Well, and and it's funny you know? because they uh, you can't, yeah, yeah, you can't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I come from the state that hire uh, that uh, had Jesse the Body as their governor. So what are you going to do? The great state of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. See, you can do that. Okay, <laughs> baby. I'm a former pro wrestler. It's kind of, it's kind of mandatory to be able to do the, the is that the like, is that like what they teach you on the second day of pro wrestling school is, uh, yeah. The first one walk like a wrestler. <laughs> the, the, first, the first, the first day is the Hogan and, and Randy Savage, uh, <laughs> impersonations. Oh yeah. They get snap into it. Yeah, <laughs> I talk, try talking all day in that voice. That'll yeah, kill right. you. I think I think that was his voice. I don't think I've ever heard Randy Savage, God rest his soul, not like outside that. of yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. <laughs> I I think uh, I see. There I go with the I think again. 
I um I do believe that I've actually used those drops a lot in my podcast from uh, pro wrestling from me and Gene Oakland and the Crusher and yeah man that's good food right there. <laughs> you can drop that in just about anywhere. But now when I know I need a Jesse the Body call in, I know who I'm calling. There you go. Not now. You know what he did it. for us that that is it often gets overlooked. I mean, aside from all the all weird shit he did do. He went in and got our uh, license tabs. You know, you got to renew your license every year on your car. Right. He got it down to like nothing. Like they charge crazy money for you to renew your licenses, license plates. We call them tabs. Uh, just so you can buy that 2021 sticker to put in the corner of oh, your the license registration plate. sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and one thing he did as governor, because he had a, a, a Porsche 911 and the, and the tabs for the thing were like 1500 bucks a year. So he went in and passed a law so that it was like $200 a year. Oh, so it lasted the whole time he was in office. It was the greatest <laughs> ever. And now they're back up to ridiculous numbers. It's, it, but that's, yeah, that's the one thing he was able to offer us. That's funny. In, this, in the state of Pennsylvania, even though we're, we're heavily uh, liberal uh, controlled, Tom Wolf, and, and especially in my city with, uh, with Kenny, Mayor Kenny, the one thing they did do that I absolutely agree with, kind of the same, similar situation, is they eliminated it. They eliminated the registration. They, you don't even need the sticker anymore. So we just get lifetime plates? Yeah. What? Or you yeah. got toll roads then? Oh, yeah, we've got toll roads. Yeah, we don't have toll roads. <laughs> we don't have toll roads, so we, we pay all at roads once. And we've got uh, annual inspection and emission tests. Oh, that emissions thing is bullshit. <laughs> if you want to drive an old beast, you should be able to drive an old beast. That's it, you know. You're sitting there smoking weed down the block. You can you can deal with my You guys is weed legal there? Uh, as far as I understand it, weed's kind of legal everywhere, but it's still like in a, a municipality level. <laughs> I don't smoke, so I don't know. It's don't not care. in Minnesota. It's it's uh it's still illegal here. But uh, I like where your head's at. <laughs> well, it was it's funny because I lived in Colorado for a couple of years and I remember when people were pushing for it to become legal and there were yeah. some cities in Colorado that allowed it like uh, Boulder, uh, Colorado would allow smoking in public of, of marijuana, but they wouldn't allow cigarette smoke. That was actually completely bland, banned in <laughs> Boulder, Colorado, which I thought was funny. But uh, I always laughed at them. It's like, oh, it's legal in Boulder. No, technically it's not. It's legal municipality wise but if a cop wants to be a dick he'll just call yeah. a state trooper off the highway and you're still yeah. in it's a federal yeah, it's still a federal it's yeah. still a federal crime <laughs> i think that's everywhere even in like everywhere in colorado it's still a federal crime that's why oh, yeah. you can't take a credit card to pay for your your goods <laughs> hey, speaking of boulder were you in boulder is that where you were uh, no i lived uh just outside of denver in uh wheat ridge colorado wheat ridge i uh i just sat through a podcast called time suck Okay, uh, which is okay, but they did a, a like an hour and maybe two hours on the Jean Benet case. Oh, okay. The random. and I'm not I'm not a sicko or anything like that, but I'm just some reason fascinated with this case because uh, at the time that it was going on, we were in Colorado for my uh, uh, wife's sister. What the hell would she be? My sister in law. Uh, her graduation from high school, and the wife and I are like, hey, let's drive up to Boulder and check out the house for the Jean Benet deal. You know. So I've kind of kept an ear to it. Well, I jumped into this Time Suck podcast and like, there's so much shit I didn't know. Like, it's, it's really, and, you know, not, not that I want to do a commercial for these guys or anything, but <laughs> really an interesting podcast because they uncover a lot of stuff that like, I didn't know. And not that I'm like, 
I'm, believe me, I'm not doing research or anything, but it was interesting because like the little brother had a part in it and how the dad came in and like all of a sudden just had this bait or this kid in his hands, like went from looking forward to, oh, look here, you know, like, right. It's the weirdest shit. And, and it must all be out there because I mean, they found it. But uh, yeah, that's that's I'm forever going to be my bolder. My bolder thing is the Jean Benet case. I just can't let it go. I guess there's something going on there. <laughs> See, I've never, I've never been a crime follower. Uh, no, I, no, I'm do, not either. What I do advocate against is is uh, child child. Uh, I, I say brutality because child anything, <laughs> child anything, any anything that, that that deals with harming a child, whether it's uh, sexually, mentally, physically, doesn't matter. If you if, if you, you aren't it, getting enough drugs, leave them alone. <laughs> right, anything you do to them, I'm completely and hundred percent against it. So I, just, I, mean, I just saw a Facebook post like before before you uh, hopped on here from uh, the, the I don't know why I even got it, but it was uh, you know attention uh, sexual predator out there, and it was this local beach in a town neighboring us that some older guy in a bucket hat was going around giving these little seven year old daughter or seven year old girls uh, the rubber bracelets, you know, like what would what would whatever do, right. and it said. I think it said like suck my dick or something on it. Wow, really? Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. She called the cops and they're looking for the guy. Literally, it just happened. And uh I live in a nice part of town. And uh <laughs> and uh the one lady's like, Well, I'd have to dust off my my Irish and uh whoop his ass or whatever. And I'm just like, How do you not immediately go to kill somebody at that point? Like not oh, yeah. that you know, maybe you could get away with your daughter doesn't even know what that is or what you know hopefully they're 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 blind to it but oh my god i I, you know i have to work through some of those scenarios where if that i don't have a seven-year-old daughter thank god but um if you're in that position how do you not well you're exactly right and that's that that's how i feel i think anybody who uh harms a sexual predator for example you know, uh, a father, a neighbor, something like that, who, who, who finds out that somebody has done something wrong to a child and goes and murders that person. That's justifiable homicide in my yeah. mind. 120,000%. I didn't see anything. What are you talking about? As long as it's proven. Jesus. <laughs> to me, it's a hundred percent, it's a hundred percent justifiable. The, the fourth end. wall does not condone or. <laughs> oh, I condone it. Kill, kill pedophiles. <laughs> I won't mince, mince words. Kill pedophiles. So I got to run anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but you know, the, the, the fact is, is that like, you know, there's it's so all many, the internet's fault. It's, it's all the internet. These sickos. It is, but it's not. I mean, like Mambala and shit was around long before the internet became popular. It's just that the internet made it a lot more widespread. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now they um, can talk. There were still there were still dads who were diddling their daughters even before Ugh. the internet. You know what I mean? Not 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 condoning it. I'm just saying you can't necessarily blame the internet. It just became more mainstream in 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 the uh, in the views of the public. Yeah. Or, you know, in the face of the public, I should well, say. Well, there's a lot of stuff. There's a funny. It's funny because uh, the there's a dude in my town who happens to, I think he rents down the road from me, from a really you know like like if. Like if I, I ever see on one of these bulletins that, Hey, my daughter's missing. I know exactly where I'm going to look first. Cause I, right. These are some suspicious looking dudes, you know, and he's always preaching the word of the Lord and the shit. Yeah. And uh, he's got this dude living with him. Who's gotta be like 60 balding, you know, he's got the, 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 the hair on the sides and little whatever. And he wears like women's clothes, like 
and he goes to hang out at the coffee shop and he, and he's like all around town and it's like, I, you know, I'm cool with it, but uh, you know, yeah, don't, don't come up and talk to my kids. And then I got to explain to my kids what the fuck is they don't understand, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I think part of that is all like, I don't want to say that the internet's made it okay, but it's, it's opened up a line of communication where these different interest groups can communicate with each other and make themselves feel more normal. I don't know. I don't know. Well, see that, that, that I have to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I agree with you because I think, I think uh, to, to play off what you're saying as far as like the child molestation and the pedophilia uh, becoming so commonplace in the world is really, I, I and I, I don't mean to put the blame on this group. I, uh, I'll, I'll preface it this with the very simply, I do not care what you do behind closed doors. You know what I mean? So as far, as far as, as far as like the LGBTQ, if you're gay, you're, you're lesbian, you're sexual, you're, you're, you're <laughs> transgender. I do not have an issue with you at all. I do not have an issue with you, you having rights. I do not have an issue with you guys having equality in the world. All for it. Right. If anybody supports the pedophilia act into that group. You're wrong. That is not a sexuality. That is, it, is, is that a thing? They're trying, but not, not the LGBTQ, but the pedophilia uh, society is There's trying, a society? There are people trying to advocate that, that, that it is a sexual preference and should be part of the LGBT community. <sighs> why? Uh, now we were doing so well, and then you got to come in with that shit. What is, why are you serious? That must be a Philadelphia serious. thing. No, no. It You're up, up here in shiny Minnesota, the flyover state. We don't have that kind of shit. You know, it's, you know, it's funny. I had a stepfather from Minnesota. That was my oh, first yeah? time I ever rode a horse and was on a farm. Uh, <laughs> over here in flyover country. We do, I come, we I come do from have a military some horses. Family. I come from a military family. So my mother was from Colorado. My original father, my real father who died, was from New York. I'm from Philadelphia. And my stepfather was from Minnesota. There you go. <laughs> nice. Explains country. Muffled, uh, explains the muffled accent. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's a, there's a story behind every accent. There you go. Yeah, we, we, we touched on politics and pedophilia in the same episode. Oh. Yeah, so let's talk about your podcast. There's a good lightning strike coming. <laughs> there's a segue. Let's talk about your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, these are items that we don't often cross uh, on the DK Project. No, we, uh, we do a weekly show, the DK Project. It's uh, everywhere. It's on iHeartRadio. It's spotify blah 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 anywhere you anywhere you if if you can find a podcast you'll find us and we've got i think i just recorded uh, our 95th episode oh nice and, um yeah, we actually are putting them out hot and heavy now i uh should have another one coming out later today but i think i'm gonna run short on time so it'll be a morning thing um but yeah one or two a week and uh, <laughs> we've been interviewing a lot of national people uh, authors uh, actors uh anything and everything under the sun. Um, we do have a few reoccurring co-hosts that, uh, you know, every show we try and have as much fun as possible. Um, and if we, you know, get on a hot topic like politics or pedophilia groups or whatever the hell it is. Uh, there you go. Is that a group? What did you I call it? I don't know if they got a group. I just know there's a, there's a, there's a, a vocal, vocal, I, I don't want to use the term. I don't want that I don't in know if it's an organization or whatever. I don't want but that in my commercial. Cut that there out. Is, there is some sort of vocalization 
towards it. Okay. We do that. We don't go over that on my show. We got to cut that out of my commercial. No, we just have a good time oh. every time, man. It's uh, we, uh, we often are referred to as the Seinfeld of podcast because we, you never really know what's going to happen. When we light them up. It's a morning show without the radio and, and, you know, every show, our, our main focus is just having a good time and, and, you know, trying to take people out of their uh, crazy world for, for an hour, hour and a half, whatever it might be. Um, and, and trying to get them to smile and realize that there's more going on than all this bullshit. The news leads you to believe that, uh, you know, the, the sky is falling. Uh, we don't, we don't report skies falling. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask, uh, because I, I'm ignorant. I have not had a chance to listen to your show yet. No, it's uh, totally out here, out here in Philadelphia, there's a morning radio show that I listen to continu- continuously and actually is kind of an inspiration towards my whole podcasting mindset especially nice. after hours to begin with uh it's called the preston and steve show you guys can find like clips of them on youtube for their daily rush all right uh, they do a lot of segmented uh points in their show because they, they run a four or five hour morning show Jesus. um where they'll they'll talk about normal shit and then they'll do yeah. a segment of of like news and then they'll do a segment they call like the bizarre files where they find the weird news of the world to talk yeah. about, you know and then they do uh like the junk drawer segments is that something that you got you guys do with, with you your, know we haven't we made it up we haven't structured uh, that much. We do often have a, uh, an eating with Eric segment, which uh, my brother-in-law does a little uh, restaurant review of a local restaurant or, or a food truck or whatever. Okay. Um, you know, and then we'll just kind of touch on, you know, maybe hit a couple topics, but no, no, no specific. We don't break it down that way. We really just, you know, basically uh, take the cap off the bottle and keep going until it's gone. And uh, you really never know what you're going to get. It's, it's, uh, current events, but it's also, you know, what's happening in the, the celebrity world and what's happening in the real world and, and you know, today's uh, violence report and, and, you know, so, so it, it's whatever uh, strikes conversation is really what we're after. And, and it really becomes more of a <laughs> see where it goes, you know, kind of like what we did here today. It just kind of jumps around and, and, you know, the sky's the limit. Nothing's, nothing's uh, out of bounds and, uh, you know, see where it takes you. Okay. All right. And you, you said you re- record it weekly. When does it usually release? You know, I used to try and release every Thursday, okay. but lately I've been doing at least two episodes a week. So I'll try and hit one on Monday and then maybe get one out Thursday or Friday. Okay. Um, it just depends. Uh, lately, I, I, you know, unfortunately unfor- and unfortunately, I have so many in the bag that as fast as I can edit them, I'm putting them out right now. And so they can still be somewhat current. Um, because a lot of them that I have in the bag are not uh, so much time sensitive, but yet these people have things going on, whether it be a movie coming out or a, a book release or whatever. So you kind of want to keep it somewhat current and, and fresh in their head too, so that they can uh, help uh, push it and, uh, and get the word out. But um, so, you know, right now we're doing one or two a week, so it's, it's uh, been good, uh, you know, the numbers, but uh, if we can, if, if we go back to one a week, I wouldn't be you know, crazy well, that, because that, it's more that manageable. Something, that's something I was going to ask you was, uh, was uh, time sensitivity. Like you said, since nothing's off on the table and you will touch current events, do you find that you have an issue with, uh, you know, having, say you recorded an episode today and then and, and you talked about something Trump said today? No, you know, we don't, we don't get that into detail. I, I, okay. I do have one in the bag right now that we recorded on Saturday and, uh, I'm still deciding whether I should release it or not, but if I don't do it in the next day or two, it probably won't happen because it's, 
it's somewhat time sensitive because obviously I'm in the hotbed of hell here in Minneapolis. And, uh, you know, some of the stuff wouldn't be that relevant if I wait too long because right. I got to think we're going to, not that we'll ever go back to normal, but what, what will be the new normal and, uh, and things that go there, you know, in a, in a perfect world, I'd love to do, you know, four days a week, bang it out in the morning, get it released later that day or do a day behind. And that way it's always fresh and do right. an actual, you know, morning show. You know, we'll have, uh, we'll have uh, the, 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 the segment from you and we'll have the segment from him and, and this segment. And, and, and each day we, we bring new people in with new shit and that brings new conversation. Did I just um, there's hired? a local, uh, <laughs> what's that? Did I just get hired? <laughs> uh, I, 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 you have to be comfortable working for nothing <laughs> uh, and, uh, and uh, getting up early. And you have to be able to be funny in the morning. It's not easy to do. Well, it depends. Um, so I have to have pants. No. No. And I'm in. No. <laughs> no. No pants required. That could be Yay. a show. Um, they, uh, you can't take that title. That one's mine. <laughs> That's copyrighted by Ricky Bobby Inc. I, um, uh, you know, I, I would love to do four days a week. And I, there's a local radio lady that uh, was just uh, uh, on this most popular radio show. And all of a sudden she wasn't there anymore. And I thought she was a real important part of the show. And, uh, and I'm going to try and get her to be a, a reoccurring guest nice. so that I can start to formulate a type of a morning show. And then, you know, with people like you or whatever, I mean, it, it could totally happen. Um, and then, you know, you bang an hour, solid hour out, and then you, uh, you know, edit it an hour and then it's out by nine o'clock, you know, right. For the drive home. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm starting to think, geez, Louise, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> um let's see I wake you're on up east morning. coast time so it's gonna be real early for you let's see i get up in the morning i uh drink a cup of coffee i uh you know uh polish one out so i'm ready you for can do that on the morning show not the polish portion you don't have to <laughs> polish on your own time oh what's that hanging from my microphone no <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's okay uh, it's a cheerio we can go <laughs> we can go you know what we'll just go without video We'll do, uh, we'll do the non-video version, and that way, uh, whatever you do is your deal. Yeah, right. Nobody knows. <laughs> no, it's me. It's fine. It's, it it's would be funny if I'm down in the, the, uh, the video pop down and you're sitting there naked. <laughs> as, as long as it's in the studio, because I'm pretty sure if I'm trying to do it up, like, you know, in the bedroom, my wife might be like, will you shut the fuck up? It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Get out of my house. <laughs> I can see it. We're going we're gonna to uh, we're gonna have to chew on that a little bit. We'll... Uh, but I like that idea of doing four for a week and, and, you know, then you can do current events and you can do, Hey, what's happening in the news, that kind of shit. Right. Uh, but, but for right now we try and, and, and limit the uh, you know, the uh, time sensitive stuff uh, as much as possible. When I have my reoccurring co-hosts in here, we get a little bit more into that kind of thing where, you know, sports and that kind of stuff, you have to stay current with that. And, right. and we try and keep up on the local sports team and what's going around in, you know, the leagues that matter. And, uh, yeah, it's great. People should check it out. It's the DK Project podcast. It's uh, the one with the good-looking dude in the blue on it, not the S&M bullshit. <laughs> I got some guy I, stealing my my, I mean, my title. Good-looking guy and put him in B, uh, S&M stuff. It, may, it might be the, the, the niche you need. Oh man, like a combo, there like DK go. squared. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. So if, if, uh, if you can get uh, your listeners to, to segue, if they like what you're doing, they're going to like what we're doing. Cause it's, uh, we're along the same lines. Um, it's just a different take on things and a different, uh, voice and uh, perspective, but, uh, probably cleaner. 
Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so it's the DK Project. It's located everywhere. Uh, you can uh, check out our website, the DK Project Podcast.com, and uh, check that out. Otherwise, uh, if you need any voiceover work done, you can find me at DarrenKVO.com. I got some demos and samples you. on there. What's that's that? Where I, that's where I found you. There you go. Uh, yeah, so anybody's looking for anything. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm one of those guys who uh, just loves doing what he's doing. So uh, I'm happy to help with any kind of project anybody has. And, hey, if there's money in it, that's a bonus. But if not, I just like messing around with it. So, Well, you know uh, what? I, because you're a podcaster and because you're a voiceover actor, this is uh, – I, I told you I don't usually do standard questions. But there is one standard question uh -oh. I, usually say, I usually say for people who, who, who do something professionally – that I know that some listener out there is like, I've always wanted to do podcasting or I've always wanted to uh, do voiceover work. Yeah. What advice would you give somebody starting out in, in the fields that you do? You know, it's funny. Cause I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm late to the game and I still think that uh, in the bottom of the ninth that there's a, uh, a stand up comedy tour going to be in my future. Um, but I, I would tell people that, you know, if you're thinking about radio or you're thinking about the problem with today's kids, and I know this from experience because I have a few of these older ones, that they all want to start at the top. You know, and I was basically the same way when I went to check out radio school. I want to be at the top. And, and the, the thing that these kids have to learn is that you got to work your way up from the bottom. You got to know how to, to splice audio and you got to know how to, you know, tune in your mic and, and you got to know how to pay a coach way too much to teach you nothing. That's just life experience that you have to have. So for people who want to get into voiceover or even real estate or owning an ice cream store or uh, podcasting, you know, don't, don't let anybody, uh, my biggest fuel was always uh, people, you know, you can't do that. You know, why would you do that? Well, if it makes sense to you and you can see it happening, make it happen. But to think that you're going to jump in and be one of these YouTube snobs who's making a hundred, I don't know how many times I go home and my 14 year old is like, these people are watching YouTube. They're making like $14 million a month and they're just giving the money away. Like it's just, that happens to, you might as well play the lottery. The odds are very similar to uh, the, uh, the fact that you're going to jump into that position. Now, if you start young and work your way towards something like that by learning something and, and honing a craft, uh, you know, you can, you can do whatever you want and, and don't let the man limit you and tell you that you can't do things because that's the biggest thing is you get in your own way and, and you tell yourself, well, my job here at blah, blah, blah is safe and I get a check every week. If that's what you like. Then, Hey man, the world needs people that, that do those things. But if, right. if you want to chase it after something crazy and have a lot of fun, don't let anybody stand in your way. That's the biggest message I try to convey to these people because it's like, uh, uh, I just got the almost 30 for Christ's sake text from my son. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but don't, don't let people stand in your way. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the house flipper. I'm a, I'm a real estate guy. I, it's not a TV show, you know, it's hard work. It's, but you got to know how to scrape the baseboards and, 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 and paint the trim and put the, put the little covers on the out. You got to know how to do everything. Otherwise you can't be successful at anything. And right. uh, you know, the other word of advice I would tell people is hone one craft. Don't, don't do five or seven, do one, do one really well. And then you can look into another one. Otherwise you get this going on. That's not bad lighting. That's my, it's my real hair right there. Uh, <laughs> stress kills people. So whatever you can do to ease the stress and, and make yourself live in that world you want to live in, that's, that's the key. But man, I, I, you know, I wouldn't advise anyone against it. It's a great diet plan to be a podcaster of a voiceover guy because 
you're not going to eat a lot. <laughs> I, Hopefully I still, like ramen. <laughs> I said the same thing about divorce. I lost a lot of pounds that way. See, exactly. Exactly. Now, now in real life, I'm talking about like my own weight. I lost, I lost a good 60 pounds when I got divorced. But if I want to be funny, I would say I lost 135 pounds. A fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. You, uh, you, you go through that transition. You got to put yourself back on the market and you get rid of a little extra weight. That's for sure. I like it. I'm going to take your word on it. I'm, uh, I just celebrated my 22nd anniversary. And uh, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Don't I don't do that. like a lot of people, but there's one person I get along with really well. <laughs> okay, I, I really. almost, I almost went to the Jeff Dunham Walter thing. Like, how long you been married, Walter? Forty six years. And what's your <laughs> happiest memory? Forty seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Forty six in a day. I, uh, yeah, no, I've, I, I. That's one thing I can't complain about. We, uh, we do, we work together. We run up all these businesses together, and. Everything's cool. She puts up with my shit and doesn't question new toys. And, uh, you know, she, it translates into shoes and handbags, which I, the, the, the direct uh, equation is difficult to explain, um, but it's very lopsided the other way. Um, but, you know, I know that. <laughs> that's part of what makes shit works. I had a guy on, you probably had him on too, but uh, he's a relationship counselor. And he's like one of the uh, biggest. Rick yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah complaints people have is how you put the toilet paper roll on or how you roll your toothpaste and it's like the answer to that is however she wants it it's not up to you right and all things work you know okay okay just like uh just like uh, the, the handbag translation i don't ask how that math works it just you know you got to look the other way sometimes the only the only argument that i understand i was raised by women so i've automatically had it uh d drilled into my head are you, are you one of the first generation two mom people? Uh, well, I had my mother and my grandmother. Oh, okay. Prim primarily raised me. And so I had it drilled in my head, like put the toilet seat down. I put the seat and lid down. In fact, I've used it as a dating ploy. It's like I'm already housebroken. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, it, the, the argument of the toilet seat has never made sense to me. Is it so hard to put the toilet seat down? Is it so hard to lift, uh, to lift it back up? You know what? I don't ask those questions. A good point on that is I, in my studio, I share a bathroom with the ice cream store and then I've got my private reserve area behind the curtain, uh -huh. uh, but I don't let anybody in there. But the, uh, uh, the, the common bathroom has a sign this big on the wall that says, put the toilet seat down. And one of my reoccurring co-hosts comes in. And he pisses like a racehorse. He's always in there taking a piss. I'm like, oh, Jesus. It's, it's like a, a big thing. And, and he never puts the lid down. Never. I'm like, dude, dude, the sign is right there. Maybe I need to do a little translation for him. Maybe. Ah, what the hell? Put it in Braille. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we, we want to keep the hands directing the urine, not reading the signs. I can deal with putting the seat down. There's a, uh, a uh, cheesesteak place here in philly surprise uh called with or without and uh they, they they pride themselves on being philly so you know they've got all the sports memorabilia hanging up everywhere in the bathroom in the toilet in the in the bowl they actually dried out the bowl you know and, and put stickers of like the pittsburgh penguins and the dallas cowboys and so you can you know piss and shit all over the teams we hate yeah maybe you should take a page out of their book and and actually put the put the toilet seat down right in the bowl so that way while he's aiming to take care of his business he sees it <laughs> put the sign right in the water get a waterproof yeah. actually my wife laminates everything so i'm sure it's waterproof already 
<laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll dry the bowl out and I'll paint it right in the bowl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hell yeah. You might be on to something there. There you go. I like that. That is, that is also copyrighted by Ricky Bobby Inc. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we got to wrap this up, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta get on to my uh, hot date with my bride. I got to go. Oh, absolutely. That, that's where I was about to go is, again, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find your podcast and, and, it, and also where they can get a hold of you if they want to uh, contact you, maybe for some voiceover work. Maybe they have some questions. That I for have. sure. You know, for sure. Give us, uh, uh, get, check out, we're on Instagram at the DK project podcast. We also have Darren KVO, uh, on Instagram. We do Facebook. I do Facebook under my own name, Darren K Meyer. Uh, and, uh, check out the websites, Darren, uh, and the DK project podcast.com. And we, like I said, we put out episodes anywhere you want to find them. Uh, I do a lot of, uh, some days I go on a crazy, uh, Instagram picture posting, uh, marathons but if anybody wants to get a hold of us for voiceover or whatnot we can be reached through the website or you can give us a call at 612-290-1000 612-290-1000 and uh if you got a small project or a big project we're happy to help i uh you know i don't claim to be uh uh you know the the legendary long uh forever guy but uh i've been in it long enough now to know what i'm doing and and to uh to give you a product that uh, you'll be real happy with so uh, we're happy to help on any of that kind of stuff, or even if people have questions, hell, give us a call, shoot us an email, and uh, you can get any any of the links through the websites, any of that stuff, and get a hold of us. Um, otherwise, you can always direct message us on the social media. I'm so uh, social media friendly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's just like an addiction, man. It's like crack. Yeah, Try to avoid it. It really is. Uh, the other day, we had a power outage, and uh, it, it fried our uh, our Verizon box, our our, our internet. Oh, your internet. Yeah, our internet and our uh, uh, television is all through Verizon. So the main box in the basement that provides all that was fried. We had to wait two days for a technician to come out. And I'm sitting there like, you know, I was raised in the 70s and 80s. I'm 43 years old. I was raised in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And uh, what the hell did I do before internet? <laughs> yeah, I was there's going these, nuts, man. There's these rectangular things that sit on a shelf. They're usually real dusty. <laughs> you, uh, you can break one of those open otherwise uh the old uh the old wheel in the uh the stick the stick in the wheel in the yard that's fun <laughs> Walk, walking to school uphill in the snow four miles both ways no shoes with no, no shoes. shoes feet you had feet <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you very much for joining us on breaking the fourth wall i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did in any capacity hit that thumbs up button like share comment subscribe check out all the other great realm of the mist shows on our channel and of course if you prefer us in audio only format we got you covered just check us out on anchor.fm apple itunes spotify pandora and now i get to finally say it on iHeartRadio, guys yeah. thank you very much for hanging out with us darren it's been an absolute blast i can't Good wait time to man you again you know maybe i'll get you on journal of jedi we could talk star wars huh yeah <laughs> sure and then we could talk about how little i know about star wars and go. how much i look like job of the hut mm. other than that no nah, with that with, with the uh with the hair situation we addressed earlier i'd say yoda Just all right without, all right I, I have my slimming or... filter on my camera <laughs> all i can do no man we'll uh we're gonna reconvene this down the road watch for uh something maybe in the morning on a regular basis i think yeah. it's uh, a couple of guys with nothing to do could find something to do i like it you never know you never know can, can i put this down in unemployment as job search uh, no yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i can send you a uh, we're not interested letter we uh we're full 
Awesome. We're temporarily nice. not hiring. <laughs> looking for someone more diverse. Oh, affirmative action. All right, guys, have a good one. I'll catch you on the next break in the fourth wall. Hey guys, it's Chris from Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts that can be found on Realm of the Mist Entertainment's YouTube channel or our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop needs. And if you prefer your podcasts in audio-only format, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. To our Patreon supporters, we thank you very, very much. And if you're interested in being a Patreon supporter, please go over to patreon.com slash realm of the mist and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly. Guys, again, thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode.